With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. It's in the air everywhere. Here we are on a Sunday, Sunday edition of the fifth hour with Ben Maller because, listen, five nights a week, not enough, not enough. So we provide you with marginal audio content eight days a week. And here we are. So exciting. 20 hours a week on the radio and roughly, give or take, three hours, three bonus hours on the weekend. And we have yet to take a call from the most famous a famous prank caller of all time. Baba Booey. He has not called this show, but the phone is ringing. The phone is ringing, so you never know. At any moment, we might actually take a call from the aforementioned. Baba Booey. And how exciting would that be? My God, that would be... That would be great, right? The phone ringing there. It won't stop ringing. This is not a call-in radio show. Howard, the phone is ringing! You might want to stop that, Howard. That's a, that's a problem. Anyway, listen, this is the fifth hour. This is all about you. It is all about your questions and our answers on the Fifth Hour Podcast. So, without further ado, let's strike up the band. I'm not going to waste any time. Here he is, the man, the myth, the legend, our guy, Ohio Al. It's in the band. Well said, Ohio Al. Well said. So the first email comes from Glenn in Chicago. And he says, hey, Ben, what is with the 47-minute obesity chubby kid commercial that you do that's on this podcast? It feels like it never ends, Glenn in Chicago complains Uh, i don't know if it's the same commercial played multiple times in a row or one long ass commercial all right Uh, first of all glenn thank you 
for your listenership. As you know, you've been with uh, the show a while now, and we do appreciate that. And I'm sure the people that spent a lot of money on that commercial are happy that you called it a 47-minute obesity chubby kid commercial. Uh, That is what's known as a mid-roll in the podcast game, and the advertiser paid a good amount of money, and it's just pretty much me telling a story. It's me telling a story, and then I plug their website, and that's pretty much it. And uh, I thank you for listening. I, I don't think it's a bad commercial. I think it's a pretty good commercial. It's. It, I will tell you this, though, Glenn. I've done a lot of spots over the years for advertisers. That is the longest commercial that I have ever done. And I remember when I was contacted by management, they are like, hey, uh, you know, so-and-so wants you to do a – a, a spot. And I was like, well, well, that's great. You know, I, I almost never turned down advertisers because I, as I learned from John Sterling on this podcast, the voice of the Yankees, the most important thing is selling the soap. You've got to sell the soap. So I'm like, all right, I would like to sell the soap. Uh, but when they contacted me and said, well, they want you to tell a story about your life and losing weight and they want to help other people lose weight and they have a website that can give people advice and direct people. I was like, all right, uh, yeah, that sounds good. You know, anything that can lead someone to lose weight, uh, I, I'm all for, right? Yeah, I also think if you're happy, fat, and you don't want to lose weight, I'm good with that as well. Uh, and I've told this story many times, uh, Glenn, but when I was growing up, and I remember being at, at social events, bar mitzvahs, weddings, funerals, and my my cousins, my old cousins, aunts and uncles would all give me the lecture. You really would. You need to lose weight, Ben. You'll feel so much better. And I remember thinking at the time, I did not feel bad at all. I, I felt fine. I thought things were going great. And and like all this talk about, oh no, no, you need to lose x amount of weight and I, and i was like come on stop it you know what, what's wrong with you 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 people are so wrong. you're wrong you really are and uh anyway i mean it got to the point when i was at my fattest i was like all right let's uh let's get it on let's get it on right now and uh and then even even when i lost weight even when the weight came off and i, I had that big accomplishment i'd lost 200 pounds I was so fat, I was so overweight that I could able. I was able to lose 200 pounds, and I was still a big guy. Uh, that's how fat I was at the at my biggest. And and then I remember the conversations turned from you need to lose the weight to oh my god, you're probably feeling so much better right now. And and then I remember telling people and how upset they were when I pointed out, you know, I I didn't ever feel bad when I was fat, and I don't really feel that much better now. I feel about the same. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, that's uh, that's a problem. And they were like, what, "What? What? I mean, I don't I don't understand. Well, come on, Bruh. I mean, what is that all about? You you lost all this weight here, and I'm like, uh, I'm I'm shutting them down. You know, I'm like, sorry. Uh, anyway, so Glenn, uh, that is one commercial. Uh, if if you're talking about the one I am talking about, it's one commercial, like three or four minutes. I don't know, maybe it's even longer than that. I have no idea. Uh, next question from Neil in the real Miami. Not the fake Miami, the real Miami. Uh, Neil says, so I'm on the road in Orlando. Boy, that's got to suck. You live, I've seen Neil's home there. The view, picturesque. He's got the showcase home, high-rise Miami. We talked about it in a previous episode. 
And, and Neil's living the life. He's in the penthouse overlooking all of Miami. They got the heat arena right next door to him. And as he pointed out, you live in a place like that. After a while, you don't even appreciate the views, the coast of the Atlantic Ocean right there and all that. You just forget about it because it's, you know, it's home and you just live your life. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the email. Neil in Orlando uh, visiting for work. Uh, says he was hanging out with his brother watching Goodfellas on a rainy day, and there is a scene with Jimmy. He wanted Spider to dance before he shot him, and the word Mama Luke was all over the place. Uh, so he says, I was wondering if you, uh, if you have a favorite old-school gangster movie. He said, you and your partner to be named later uh, have an old-school gangster movie that you like well you actually mentioned my favorite one of those movies. many people say godfather 2 is the the greatest uh, of all time but for me it is the aforementioned goodfellas i love that movie i've watched that movie many times it it's held up for me i enjoy it very much and uh, i love it now the term mama luke i actually learned it from not that movie but i watched a movie that i'm not even that big a fan of it the raging bull boxing movie martin scorsese famous name in hollywood and they used the term mama luke quite a bit in that that movie and that's where i first learned mama luke i stole it from the movie i was like oh that's a good word which I guess if you, you know, I'm not Italian, but if you're uh, of Italian heritage, that's a, a word that you're familiar with. But I, it's uh, become it has over the years become mainstream in the lexicon, and uh, so that is the the backstory on that Neil. But yeah, yeah, Goodfellas, is, you can't go wrong with that. I love The Sopranos. Uh, that's obviously not a movie, but I, I enjoyed the hell out of The Sopranos uh, back in the day. And I don't normally enjoy that kind of uh, content. And I'm pretty much documentary guy. Um, it's got to be real or it's not for me. Uh, but when it comes to, to a good mob show, I, I'm all about it. I am all about it. I wow, wow, he's very nice. Yes, uh, very, very nice there. Cannot get enough of it. All right, moving on in the mailbag. Next up. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Pick a caller by their name. And uh, let's say hello to Pierre from Springfield. We're actually not going to say hello to him because if he says hello back, he's a phantom and a ghost. And as much as Pierre, the keeper of Alf the Alien O'Piner, listens to the show, I mean, this guy, this is a dedicated member of the Malam Militia. I wonder what Pierre does. Like, I wonder what he does for work, what he does to, in his free time. I've seen him at Red Sox games, driving down from Springfield across Massachusetts to go to Red Sox games. But, man, Pierre is able to listen to all of the content, whether it's the middle of the night when I, I do these other bits on, on radio shows. Pierre is always there. He is I mean, he's, he's great as far as a P1 Brigadier General in the Malheur Militia, and I'm very lucky. Like, a, a lot of you have been very loyal. But Pierre, Alfie, and O'Piner is right near the top of the list. No matter when we put content out, Pierre is like, I'm here. And uh, and he's just he's all about it. It's like, and, and even when I do stuff at the last minute, and then Pierre pops up, and it's like, Surprise, motherfucker. Here he is. Here's Pierre, uh, Alfie, and O'Piner. 
<laughs> ready to go. It's a, Houdini. Yes, he is like Houdini. That's a good point. Uh, he's very much like Houdini, uh, the way that he pops up like that. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, yes, uh, let's get to it. So, Pierre from Springfield Suspend, as I type this question, I think that I just heard you say that Benny versus the Penny may be returning to the radio. Maybe it's just that. I haven't had a coffee yet, and I didn't hear it correctly. Would you care to elaborate on the state of the Juggernaut YouTube show? Uh, So, Pierre, here's where I am. Uh, I know for sure there is a date down the line where the Benny versus the Petty segment will return to terrestrial radio. So I know that is true. Uh, one date in late November around Thanksgiving. The plan is all everything lines up in a row. We will have Benny versus the Penny on Terrestrial Radio. Now, as you know, because I've been very open about this, the reason that we do Benny versus the Penny on YouTube is to provide some tape so that we can get a TV show. We actually were in conversations with several big media companies to provide and don't laugh all right it's not it's not funny but we were we were in conversation to to put benny versus the penny on a major media platform um one was old media uh, a couple were new media but the deal fell apart at the very last minute as often happens you know something uh, something goes wrong uh so the goal is to to eventually move that to a a television or internet streaming uh platform with a lot of sponsors a lot of bells and whistles and then everyone will be like hey congratulations yeah and we'll be like thank you uh thank you for that uh but as of now that has not happened um and uh, i have gotten a lot of complaints from people even though Benny versus the Penny, the bulk of it has been off the air. Now, uh, off, to, off radio. It's been on YouTube for a couple years now. And, I, and we did it on the podcast for a year. So, really, it's been off terrestrial radio for three years. It's just been on other platforms. And I still get people that call up and are like, yeah, oh, you got to bring it back, man. You know? Come on, man. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, maybe we will from time to time. I still do the Thursday night game. I still do that. Uh, and, and, and that that goes well. So I, I will keep you posted, Pierre, uh, when it moves, if it does move off YouTube back to terrestrial radio. But I guarantee there is a date that it will happen. Alan in Akron writes in. He says, do you get residuals for any of your TV work? Uh, no. Uh, no. And the reason I don't, I've been on a few TV shows. I worked at NBC on a sports talk show at NBC out of Stanford, Connecticut. Did that for about a year. Uh, that is not an evergreen show. Uh, that was not a union a gig. Uh, so didn't get any kind of residuals. And then I was on the sports list. That's one with Summer Sanders on the Fox Sports Network. That's one I wish I got residuals for because that thing was an evergreen show and five, six, seven years after I did that show, I'd walk into a sports bar occasionally, and they'd have that on one of the monitors after a game. And I was like, if I only got paid like a dollar every time that thing aired or 50 cents, I would have made a killing. But they didn't work that way. Uh, so that sucks. And then the other thing I just did for Vice, also not anything that pays 
residual. So the answer uh, is uh, no. But I do I do know that Coop gets money on the show, the shows that he did back in the day. He gets residual checks from that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota kevin in kansas writes and he says dear ben uh, besides playing the plastic recorder or the flute o phone in grade school were you involved in music or theater anytime in school? Thank you for great uh, the great podcast. Well, Kevin, thank you very much. I appreciate that, uh, first of all. Now, secondly, uh, I was in the band in elementary school. I was in the band, and as the largest kid in the elementary school, uh, I had a, a very large instrument, I, and I forget the name of it, it, it was like a violin, but it was massive, right? It was, it was massive, and I had to, like, it, it, was, it, it I had to lug this thing around. And I don't think it was a Guinness World It was an actual violin. It was a different, a different name for the instrument, but it's been so long that I forgot, and I was really bad. I, I barely knew English in elementary school, so learning music, I pretty much just did my own thing, and I was in the background in the band, and as long as the other kids did what they were supposed to do, I was okay. Like I was just kind of background noise in the band. You know, I was, It was elevator music, and I was kind of doing my thing. And plus, as you know from working in the educational system, Kevin, when you're a kid in school, it doesn't matter how terrible you are. It is irrelevant. You get applause. You cannot do a bad job. Right? No matter what you do, you are going to get support. You're, you're going to get people that say, hey, good job by you, you no matter what. And they're not going to laugh at you. They're not going to point fingers and you know, say, come what on. What the dog doing? Yeah, they're not going to say, what that dog doing back there? No, none of that's going to happen. Uh, so I didn't get any negative feedback, but I did play an instrument. I, that's one of those things I wish I had paid more attention to 
my mom, may she rest in peace. We had a piano that my grandparents have got had gotten, and I attempted to play the piano, and I knew a few songs just kind of by memory, not really reading music. Uh, but my my mom tr- tried her darndest to get me to learn how to play the piano professionally, and it just never. Never really clicked. She was really good. I mean, she knew. She picked it up, and she knew how to read music, and it's a very talented woman on the piano. Uh, who's next? It's the mailbag. Oh, do we have Matt in Bowdoin, Maine? I, mean, I got to look that up. Bowdoin, Maine. Is it, you think that's a real town? You know, I, I only know a few cities in Maine, and most of the cities I know in Maine are from doing the radio show. And that's not one that I've I've heard of. Let me let me check this out and do a little, little uh, reconnaissance on the town of Bowdoin, Maine. Uh, what can I learn from the interweb? Uh, what do I know about Bowdoin, Maine? Population three thousand sixty one as of the twenty ten census. It is part. Of the Portland metropolitan, Portland, Maine metropolitan area. Uh, so there is that. Uh, not that far from the Atlantic Ocean. It was developed as an agricultural town. Raising sheep, producing apples, wheat, hay, and potatoes. All right, look at that. That's kind of cool. Uh, but since the early 90s, oh, this is interesting here. Since the early 90s, alpacas. Normally, uh, an animal you would see in South America, but according to the internet, it can't be wrong. It's on the internet. Uh, alpacas, who look like weird-looking goats with a long neck. That's what an alpaca, you know, those furry, furry things. Yeah. So if I wanted an alpaca, I could call Matt up, and Matt could get me a deal, and then he could he could have it shipped, the alpaca, out to Cali. And I could have Bella and a pet alpaca. In my backyard. How great would that be? That'd be wonderful. Uh, anybody famous come from Bowdoin, Maine? Boy, the odds of famous people come from there are not great when you have so you know such a few, uh, such a small population, such a small population. Uh, it says here, according to the internet, Mike McHugh, the most famous person to come out of that town in Maine, and he, who is that? You ask a hockey player who was drafted by the Minnesota North Stars, a team that doesn't even exist anymore. He's the first pick of the 1988 supplemental draft. He played at the University of Maine, and uh, he played in the NHL for 20 games. He scored one goal, and that was his only point in the NHL. Yeah, so this guy's like the Moonlight Graham of hockey, Mike McHugh. Things you did not expect to hear on the fifth hour. Anyway, back to Matt's email in Bowdoin, Maine. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm just guessing at that. Uh, And Matt says, does Marcel in Brooklyn dip his pizza in ranch dressing before consumption? It's a great question, Matt. I'll try to work that into the show this week. I will ask... Marcel, if I remember, Marcel, do you enjoy ranch dressing? And uh, I'll ask him questions. I do enjoy quizzing Marcel about various things food-related. He revealed he had never eaten beef before, but he does enjoy hamburgers this past week. Matt's, uh, listen, uh, Marcel is a great character on the show. 
He's a wonderful character in the show. He loves the show. He loves being on the show. Now, I've got an email from people saying, you're mean to Marcel. I'm not mean. No, Marcel loves being a radio star. We allow him to be a radio star, and he loves being a character on our show. But I, I have to ask him about ranch dressing. I'll, I'll have to phrase it the right way. Uh, what country does ranch dressing come from? What is, what is ranch dressing made out of? I could ask that, right? That's a good question. Then he'll answer some, some nonsense, uh, most likely, most likely, and then I'll be good. Uh, Mike is next on the mailbag. Mike from Los Angeles uh, writes in. He says, Ben, I know you are a tightwad, but everyone splurges on something or another. What is worth spending more on to get the best? Uh, so, Mike, I have, I've mentioned this in the past. I guess you're new to the podcast, or maybe you missed it. In a previous mailbag, the one thing that I will spare no expense on, I look out for my tukas, uh, the toilet paper. I do not go cheap on toilet paper. We've all been to that truck stop. We've all been to that grocery store that has toilet paper that is thinner than you thought was humanly possible, and you have to use... Uh, a whole roll to get a decent amount of toilet paper to take care of your business with your number two. So I, when I go to Costco, they have a cheaper version and they have a more expensive version. And I go with the more expensive version of toilet paper. That is one area, Mike, I do not cut corners. Uh, as far as food, there's a lot of things that you can save money just on generic brand. Um, you, you, you know, gasoline is one of those things. You can go to any gas station. It's all regulated by the government, uh, all that. Uh, Rob Parker told the story about airlines and that even the cheap airfare, you know, even the cheap airlines that you think are just, you know, terrible are regulated by the government. So they have to, they have to follow the rules and regulations to, to have a license to be allowed to fly. So, uh, but I usually just fly. I, I, when I fly, I don't fly very often anymore, but when I do, I will go on there, uh, Mike, and I'll go to one of the travel websites, punch in why I'm going, and whatever pops up is the cheapest I'm in. Doesn't matter what airline it is, as long as it's you know, saving a couple of bucks, I'm good. Matt from Indy writes in on the mailbag. He says, Ben, my wife is habitually late to appointments. It drives me crazy, Matt says. Are you usually early or late? Well, Matt, I'm glad you're concerned about my punctuality in life and i do have a job i have one of the few jobs where you have to be there on time and if you are not there on time everyone and their mother will know that you are late you have not shown up right when i when i missed a few shows at the beginning we had gremlins uh, we've been i mean knock on wood here fortunately we've been in pretty good shape but in the past i've had gremlins that have affected the beginning of the show and there's no way to get around that. There is no way to pretend like you are there when you're not there and because you sound like Bozo. And it's, it's just, I mean, I, I, I could play a sound bite over and over of me, uh, you know, doing that and pretend that that was me. But the listener knows. The listener knows. Now, I have gotten away a little bit. Uh, on the radio show, Matt, sometimes if I have a few issues that we need to work out, we have to reset the equipment that I use to connect to the mothership from the home studio uh, that I, I, what I will do is I'll have Roberto play a song every once in a while, little cheat code on the Ben Maller radio show. 
inspired by Matt from Indy. If you hear one of the Maller themed songs at the very beginning of the show, and it's like a dedication, I said, ah, let's do something different. It's actually because the gremlins have attacked my equipment. Hand to God. That's why we do it. Like the gremlins have attacked, and I, I, you know, I, have, to, you know, I have to kill a little time, kill a couple minutes to, to have everything reset, and so that's, that's how that goes. Jay from Cleveland. Cleveland, one of my favorite cities. They love me in Cleveland. When the Cavaliers ended the curse of Cleveland, the uh, fan, famous photo there held up a sign, had all these people that were Cavs haters, and I was on the list right next to Skip Bayless, a man that makes 75 times the amount of money that I make, uh, actually more than that. Uh, anyway, Jay from Cleveland writes, and he says, uh, I recently learned how to speak uh, somewhat fluent Italian. Uh, congratulations. Uh, uh, uh was wondering uh, what skill would you like to master? So Jay, we did answer a version of this question earlier in the mailbag. I think it was, was it Kevin who asked that? I forget. I think Kevin in Kansas asked the question, but the, the, the general question was about, uh, you know, instrument, uh, thing like that. And then there was another question that was similar. Um, but the, w- the way I will answer uh, this question, right, is, hey, uh, I, I wish I had learned another language and mastered it. When I, I, you know, being of the Jewish faith, I learned Hebrew, but just enough to get my bar mitzvah. And I've had, had, had all that pretty much. Gone. Now I know a few words and a few phrases. And, uh, and Yiddish, I picked up. That stuck with me a lot. My grandfather uh, may he rest in peace from Springfield, Mass, who when he was trying to talk dirty, when he was trying to say mean things, would talk in Yiddish at the house. And occasionally when he would say things to, the, to us kids, his grandkids, he would use uh, Yiddish terms. And so I picked up some of those phrases. My mom would also use some of those things because her dad had, was the one that had done that stuff. And so it would have been cool to, to, to learn how to fluently speak that. I need a Rosetta Stone. Hell, I need a Rosetta Stone for English. Barely speak English. At, you know, at one point, as I said, I knew Hebrew and all that, but I, I, I have uh, one ability. I know a few words in Spanish. Living in Los Angeles, uh, just by osmosis, you pick that up, right? You just pick that up a little bit, uh, and it's it's really Spanglish. At this point, it's Spanish. Oh, I don't even know if I answered Matt and Indy's original question about being on time. I want to go back to that. Uh, So, as you know, I am by the clock, for the clock, plausibly all about the clock, on time, Mallard. In my civilian life, uh, Matt, I am not on Lombardi time. Vince Lombardi, legendary story. He believed that being on time was not good enough. And he always said to be 15 minutes early. Uh, Tom Coughlin the old coach in Jacksonville with the Giants. He ripped that off from Lombardi. I'm not like that. I like to be on time. I don't like to be late. My wife also generally tries to be on time. We have relatives. I have a a cousin of mine who I love who just moved into the area where I now live, and we catch up, and uh, she is habitually late. But it's good because it reminds me of her mom because her mom was like that too. And I'm, uh, you know, you, you follow your parents. Right? As much as you say when you're a kid, you know, I'm not going to be like my mom and I'm not going to be like my dad. There's one day you wake up and have an epiphany and you're like, ah, crap. 
Um, I'm doing that. My dad used to do that. I'm doing that. My mom used to do that. But my mom was always on time and her sister was always late. And I'm on time and her daughter, who's my cousin, is often, often late. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Uh, Moving on, uh, dog handler Dale from Orlando uh, writes, oh, we had... We had our guy from Miami. I guess we're big in Orlando. Anyway, uh, Dale writes in. He says, uh, recently I have fallen down the the rabbit hole here of binge-watching conspiracy theory documentaries on YouTube. Uh, Lately I've been watching documentaries about 9-11, Bigfoot, and several other interesting topics. Uh, It got me wondering, Ben, what conspiracy do you wish that you knew the answer to? Uh, so this is a good question. Now, be careful, Dale, because uh, conspiracy theories have been weaponized. And if you tell too many people, Dale, that you enjoy conspiracy theories, you will be called an extremist. You will be called all kinds of nasty names uh, in uh, polite society. Polit- it's been politicized. But I enjoy conspiracy theories also. And I don't watch a lot of those documentaries on YouTube. But to answer your question, Dale, the, the one there's two that are on my list. Number one would be Roswell, New Mexico. Did aliens drop down in Roswell, New Mexico many, many years ago? I am of the belief that that happened. And I I do believe that that is not. It's all fake news. No, I don't. It's no, phony stuff. I don't think that. It didn't happen. No, I think it happened. Uh, and I don't think it's fake. You are fake news. No, I, I believe it is legit. And. My hypothesis has been since that date, look at the wild and crazy things that have happened and how rapidly in the Western world humanity has progressed with the technology we have available now. I look at this this iPhone and the, the computer that you're probably listening to this on, some kind of device, whatever your your smartphone is or however you're listening to this, maybe it's... Uh, some other way, but 
I, I'm just amazed by it. And this technology and how quickly it has changed, considering what it was like 100 years before Roswell, uh, I just think that, that that is legit. And they re-engineered alien technology somehow to create what we have. I'd like to know if that's true or if I've just uh, I've taken stupid pills and I'm a big dum-dum uh, and I should put on my bozo the clown nose and all that. So that's the first one. The second documentary, Dale, that I would love to know if it's what happened is D.B. Cooper. D.B. Cooper. This is one of the great documentaries. I've read books on this. I've read many stories online. I've watched documentaries. It is fascinating that that incident, the hijacking of a plane from the Northwest, led to the change of all airlines. You used to get on airlines in the back, on the planes in the back, and they got rid of that because D.B. Cooper jumped out of the back of the plane, the famous story that he was flying he demanded money he demanded ransom he held people hostage on the plane and they gave him the money figuring they'd get the money back when eventually they catch the guy he took off and then jumped out of the plane randomly in the pacific northwest and was never found again they never found the money and many people have died on their deathbed said they were db cooper there have been some people that believe they cracked the case. I think one, one was a police investigation by former law enforcement people. We talked about that on this podcast a while back who claimed that it was a done deal. They had, they had solved and cracked the case. And uh, I'd, I'd like to know what really happened. Maybe even go back and be on the plane and like see D.B. Cooper and, and find out what, what happened. Is it really, was it really as good? an amazing tale as has been told by the storytellers over the years. Uh, who else do I have? Fred in Spring, Texas says, do either one of you uh, speak foreign languages? Well, it's a solo act, Fred, and I just said I don't. Uh, I do not. Uh, Dave in Toronto uh, writes in. He says, hey, uh, hey, Ben, would you recommend towing an electric generator during vacations if all we have, uh, all we have are electric vehicles? Yeah, that's what the political class, right, is telling us that we have to have electric vehicles, that we're going to we're going to run out of fossil fuels. Uh, Yeah. All right. Uh, Good luck on that. I've had an electric car in the past. I'm not against electric cars, but I'm also not against fossil fuels. I think everything in moderation, everything in moderation. And there's still a place for for those cars that use gasoline and uh i i hope i live a long life i hope i live to see the date i know i live in a, in a place in america here california where they've said by uh you know x year they're going to get rid of uh gasoline they're not going to produce gasoline cars anymore it's all going to be electric and we're all driving teslas or whatever the hot electric car of the day is and uh i will believe it when it happens. I'll believe it when it happens. All right, that's enough mail. Uh, thank you all for contributing. And again, we'll have some big news coming up on the Fifth Hour podcast. And uh, the questions, we had a fair amount this week. Uh, we want some new people, though. I mean, a lot of the same people, we, we love the same people, but we'd like to get some new voices also, some new questions. If you want to be part of the Fifth Hour mailbag, very simple. 
You can drop me a note anytime. You can send it right now and say, hey, what about I got a question right now. You don't have to wait till Tuesday when we post online to, to solicit questions. Anytime you want, 24-7, just put question in the headline on the mail uh, that you send. Hour at gmail.com. That's hour at gmail.com. And you can also submit, if you want us a song for the radio show or this show, you can send something like that. Ohio Al, he's getting played every week because he gave us a little jingle for the mailbag. And also, if you're not into the email game because you're like, oh, come on, man, what am I, a thousand years old using the email? If you're on Facebook and you're, you're also a thousand years old, uh, Ben Maller Show. Ben Maller Show on Facebook. That's our little community for the Maller Militia. And every Tuesday we post, usually in the morning, sometimes afternoon, saying, hey, give us your questions. And, and then we just take the questions off there, the, the good ones, and we read them on the podcast. The other ones we just pretend didn't happen. So have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the NFL. We'll be back on Terrestrial Radio tonight, tonight, 11 p.m., 11 p.m. Sunday in the West till 3 a.m. in the east where most people live, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So check it out. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you next time. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.